want to introduce Bob just a little bit. Um, actually, my wife, Terry, well, I was dating her. I don't think we were married at the time. Although maybe we were, I forget. No, I don't think we were married. And uh, I, I, uh, Terry had a little Bible study. That's where I first met Bob. I'm not sure if Sharon was there that night, the first night or not. Uh, Sharon eventually uh, came into the scene and we had always had prayer meetings together. And back then it was a charismatic movement, so you had to turn all the lights out and only have a candle burning. If you didn't do that, the Holy Ghost wouldn't show up. Some, I guess we laugh now, but hey, we were serious then. You know, you had to have ambiance. And uh, but I remember when Bob came into this Bible study, little Bible study, four or five people. Terry had a corner of her apartment where we had the Bible study, where she had put up some bookshelves, and she had these books from uh, Rama Bible Training Center. Now, back then, it was hard to get books. I mean, you had to hunt for them, and they were treasures. Yeah. So here was a whole wall full of gold. And, and I remember Bob saw that bookshelf, and everybody else is fellowshipping, drinking coffee, and eating muffins or whatever, you know. And here's this one guy by himself. He found this bookshelf. And he's over standing there looking at that bookshelf. And you could see drool come, <laughs> coming, off, coming off his chin. And uh, so anyway, I saw the hunger of the Word of God on him, and I liked that because I was hungry, desperately hungry for Jesus. Anybody in here desperately hungry for Jesus? And uh, so I remember when everybody left and I was helping clean up, of course, I was, I was there, Terry, I was dating her, and she said, what do you think about that uh, fellow Bob Hawk? I said, I'll never forget, just kind of come out of my spirit. I said, I think we found a live one. <laughs> well, he'd, he'd been in, in God's walk with his life. God had brought him through, as he shared a little bit just the other day. Uh, was, was a businessman. Had a near-death experience. Gave his life to Jesus. Uh, had already messed up his marriage. But Jesus healed it. Amen. How many of you know he's in the healing business? People say, well, I don't, I don't, people, they criticize that word of faith movement, but I'll tell you what, faith will bring your marriage yes. together, won't it? Yes, and uh, then I met Bob and he talked about how he heard a sermon on to be filled with the Holy Spirit and. <laughs> He's the only guy I know that got filled with the Holy Ghost and. <laughs> and uh, the, the rest of the sermon, they just cut it off. But he, he decided to find out what happens after and. Amen. And the Lord pulled him into a prophetic office, which we're excited about. Personally, I'm very excited about because I believe after 40 some years, he's going to be able to isolate and focus on that part of the call of God on his life. So we just thank God for you, brother, and come and minister to the people. Amen. And you got till three. <laughs> Give me your phone. Oh, you got it. Give me your phone. No, you got a oh, clock on there. Okay. Oh, there's my phone. Yeah, you got a clock. You know, I'm good. You know what this clock means? <laughs> when you cover it up with paper, you don't see it. 
Keep laughing. That's good. <laughs> Amen. Keep laughing. Your father is. I believe he sits in the heavens and laughs. I believe this is a good time to release that. Last time I knew the joy of the Lord was still our strength. I think you and I have been through some season here lately that uh, the enemy tried to steal some of that joy. He tried to rip you off of maybe your strength or maybe you know have some loved ones that kind of lost hope. But I believe there's a release of the hope of God that's going to be restored in many of your hearts even through this week. You know, the Bible tells me, and I believe it'll probably tell you the same thing, that the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, I know most of you probably know those scriptures, but we're just going to quote it anyhow, is, now faith is. When is faith? Now. When is now? There will be impartations as my word goeth forth even this week. Impartations that will bring change and revelation into the hearts of many. Many lives will be changed even in this room. Throughout the procedure, throughout the entrance of my word, through things that I will speak, I want you to put your ears on to catch what the Spirit of God will say to you even this week. This is a day and an hour of change. This is a day of the now. This is a day where I've called you and I've called you up higher than you've ever gone before. There's an elevation that I'm calling my children to. An elevation that I will show them things to come. An elevation that I will prepare them on a platform so that my revelation can become real and become explained in detail. Even the footsteps in which I have already ordered for each and every one of my children. Understand them footsteps have been laid. You're not behind. You're not ahead. You're right on time, saith the Spirit of grace. For this is the season and this is the day and this is the hour for my church to shine. To shine like a noonday sun. To shine upon one of what most people say, this is the darkest hour we've ever seen. But understand, my glory is upon you. Understand that my glory has rested upon you, but now it's time for the impartations to come. So open up your hearts and receive that which I have by my Spirit even this week. Open up your hearts and understand that I will implant things within you that you've never experienced before. The vision that you've carried is way too small for what lies ahead. Understand, even the revelation that you brought up to this point is not enough for what lies ahead. For I will give you by my Spirit an increase of the Spirit of wisdom and revelation of the knowledge of me. I will bring you into a place so you can see, you can hear, and you can perceive that which I have to do in this day and this hour through my church. For I have already showed you that my church, my church will go on. My ecclesia will go on. And it will not. It will not bow its knee to the devil. It will not bow its knee to fear. And it will certainly will not bow its knee to compromise, doubt, and unbelief. Understand, I've called you as believers. I've called you to be people that would stand in faith and not bow the knee to the circumstances of life. Circumstances come and go, but my word will remain. My word will remain the same way that I will remain because I have not changed and I am still the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
And as long as you stay connected, as long as you stay focused, as long as you allow me to direct your footsteps, I will lead you through the greatest victories that any, 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 any generation has ever seen. For this is a day and an hour that I will bring in a harvest and I will use my people that will submit to my will and understand that my way is above their way. Understand that my way is above circumstances. Understand that my way is still the highway of holiness. For holiness will be released to a new level upon my people. And they will have to walk away from things that have kept them back, things that have held them astray, even, 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 even people that have discouraged them and brought them into a place of compromise. I will lift them up into a place where the presence of who I am upon them will bring conviction to those that surround them and in the surroundings of those circumstances of those people who have compromised my power and my spirit will bring great conviction to people and then the window will be open and the door has to go forward and the mouth has got to speak and the entrance of my word will bring light and illumination to those that have compromised that have backslid that have gone astray for I am calling my children back home in this day and this hour. So those of you that are standing in faith for your families, for your loved ones, for, for those that surround you, know that this is the day and the hour for the harvest to come back home to me. This is the day and the hour my people to rise and shine like a noonday sun and to take back what the enemy has stolen. I've equipped you for this day and this hour. I've called you for this day and this hour. Don't ever, ever, ever think once ever again and many of you have. Understand you're not a mistake and you haven't missed it for I've called you up to date and I can replace that what the enemy has stolen from you I can do it within minutes within moments and at the twinkling of an eye it can happen even the times that you've lost and the money you've lost and the the things that you've done and you said oh I wished I wished I wished I wouldn't have done that stop your wishing and start your believing and I can take what the enemy meant for your harm and turn this around for your good in this day, in this hour, saith the Spirit of grace. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, we ought to pray. Father, we thank you. Your holy presence. We thank you, the great Holy Spirit, our teacher, our revelator, our guide the illuminator of the pathway before each and every one of us. Lord, we're not here to compare ourselves with each other. We're here to look into the eyes of Jesus Christ. That our vision will become brighter. Our pathway would become more illuminated. That our ears would be able to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to each and every one of us. That we wouldn't miss a moment but Father God, that we would be able to be the, the children that would be a willing and obedient to do that, that you have given, given us individually, that you've given Armada corporately, that you've given the churches that are represented here. Father, we bless you. We bless you for the anointing upon our eyes to see, the anointing upon our ears to hear. And Father, most of all, that our hearts are perceptive. And we will hear what you have to say to each and every one of us this week. In Jesus' name, amen.
Stronger and stronger, Bill. Stronger and stronger. Stronger and stronger. Stronger and stronger. That's all I keep getting. I just keeps welling up every time I pray for you. Stronger and stronger. The enemy made a vast mistake when he tried to take you out. A vast mistake. And God's going to put that behind and kept you stronger for the best days are ahead of you. Hallelujah. 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 There you are. I've been thinking about you for a long time. You know what? You're awesome. You know what? I thought you knew that. I just had a hunch that you knew that. And you know, I, can I pray for you? Yes. That'd be all right? Okay. And uh, <laughs> Father, I thank you. The psalmist anointing, a well with a prophetic anointing, a well with a teaching gift to come forth in a greater measure at an earlier age that will bring, bring, bring revelation, that will bring heaven to earth, that will bring manifestation of miracles, signs, and wonders to the generation in which you've anointed him for. Lord, I thank you for the, the, the hedge of protection round about this anointing, round about this package, round about the gift and the calling that you placed upon my friend. Lord, I thank you that his age will not limit him. Lord God, that you will give him a mouth to speak as the oracles of God. That, Father, your voice will come forth in such a clear, perceptive way that people will be astounded at the spirit in which he is possessed with. And, Father, I thank you for the fresh fire and the anointing of God. I thank you for the, the spirit of revival, of refreshing. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, that you bring him into a place of the heavenly realm to be able to see into the spirit, to know and understand and even understand the times and the seasons of which you placed him in. Lord, give him an understanding that will so, so far exceed that which those that surround him. Father, that you will use him as he hears your heart, as he perceives that which is on your heart, that he will able, be able to dictate that and communicate that on a level where ears will hear, hearts will receive, and revelation and change will come to the generation in which you've anointed him for in the name of Jesus. Neil, I know the assignments have been larger and different than maybe in other seasons of your life, but God says there's a whole page with your name on it that those assignments are going to come bang, 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 because He's well pleased with you fulfilling those things and doing those things and counting it joy even in the midst of struggles and hardships and times where it's caused pain, it's caused struggle, it's caused things that, that look around you, but you've kept in a place of faith, you've kept in a place of strength, you've kept in a place of joy in His presence that has sustained you, that has given you the endurance because He has called you for this day and this hour 
to receive the assignments and to delegate those things in which he lays upon your heart so that the communication of the heavenly realm will be brought into the earth so that people will see it and they'll be able to join with you in the burdens that he's laid upon your heart that you are not alone in this thing and we know you know that but understand there's a multitude that are going to be raised up even in this season in which is ahead of us he's going to raise up men and women that will be watchmen on the wall that will see clear hear more properly and understand effectively that will take the time to separate themselves and to come into that place of the enduring run of race that will not get weary in their well doing but will be able to communicate to heaven and be able to hear heaven and be able to speak forth and to prophesy but also to declare and decree so that the word of the Lord will come forth and atmospheres will be changed nations will be changed men and women will come into this harvest through this field of the intercessors that God's going to raise up in this day and this hour and you are vital and you are important and he's going to keep you strong as you endure this race that he set before you young man thank you Lord thank you Lord Jesus thank you Lord Neil I'm proud of you buddy both of you too I didn't know you were going to be here. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm glad you're all here. More yet, I'm glad Jesus is here. Amen. Amen. Aren't you glad he's here? Say this with me. Heavenly Father, I come to be refreshed, to be refilled, to be fired up so that you would illuminate your presence, your power, your anointing, your goodness, your glory upon my life, through my life, that it would radiate and manifest in this life through the people which you've assigned me to, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Go with me to Second Thessalonians chapter 3. Does anybody know what time it is? Some of you that are as old as I am know that that was a song. Some of you are clueless of that. Uh, amen. And that's okay. Amen. Whose coffee is that? It's the past. That's the apostles' coffee. Did we ever tell you about the time? <laughs> I, I got to tell you this, all right? Now, then we're going to get into Word, all right? The time that uh, I was serving with, uh, he was Pastor Dale at that time. He was still an apostle, but we related to him as pastor. And uh, my wife and I were here serving at CWI with them in that season. And, you know, we go through stuff, you know, like some of you pastors understand. If you don't, you will. <laughs> Anyhow, and we just thought, you know what, we, we didn't need a vacation. We just needed to get a break. So we went to the far country of York, Pennsylvania. <laughs> we were living in Lancaster at that time. Lancaster, am I saying that right? I learned a few things while I was here. It's not Lancaster. <laughs> Lancaster, all right? So anyhow, 
it, we were decided we'd go on a, a little, you know, outing, and uh, we went to a restaurant in, in York, and we were, you know, coffee drinkers, pretty much. You've probably figured that out by now, huh? And uh, we sat at the table, we're getting ready to have some breakfast, and this little girl come up, she was just bubbly, and uh, we had ordered up some coffee before we ordered our meal, and uh, I sat, and I got my coffee, and I took a big drink of it, and I thought I was going to throw up, because it wasn't coffee, it was tea. And I know for you teetotalers, it would have been okay. It wasn't for me, though, because I was expecting coffee to hit my lips. And I said, you know, brother, this is tea. So... My pastor, the apostle here, I'm sitting here and he's sitting here. He grabs my cup just like this. It was sitting here and he grabbed it and he Ah, you're right! That's tea! The waitress said, what? She grabbed our cup and she tasted it. You're right, that's tea. Let me go get you some coffee. We come to find out that she was raised with a bunch of boys. You know, some things you just don't forget, amen? I had to share that with you, all right? Amen. Remember, you can drink any deadly thing and it shall not hurt you. All right? <laughs> Including tea. Did you find Second Thessalonians? Well, I don't want you to jump into chapter 2. Let's look at verse 13, if you would, please. You know, as I prepare my heart to come here this week, and I thought, Lord, you want to speak to each and every one that there's no one that won't be ministered to this week here. And I'm going to address it as the Armada group, and maybe you're a guest here or you know, first time, maybe this is the first time you've come to Armada Landmark. Well, guess what? You're already engrafted. All right, so don't be running from us, okay? Amen. We've just accepted you, opened our arms to you. Now you're brothers and sisters of the great Armada, all right? Because the ships need to be filled with laborers. You understand me? When I talk about the ships, I'm talking about the different ministries that are represented in this great ministry. I'm talking about the fleet, the Armada fleet that has an assignment to take back what the enemy has stolen, but it also has an assignment to populate heaven and plunder hell. It has an assignment to take the gospel into all the nations, not some, but all. So it's going to take many ships. Are you with me? So in other words, there's quite a bit of room for growth, but the greatest place for growth is within you and within me. In other words, God wants to increase the capacity of your heart's intake so that you can accomplish more in this season that lies ahead of you than you ever have before. This is the greatest hour that the church has ever been in. And He has picked you to be here. I, I mean, that's awesome. Think about it. Oh, I wanted to be when Paul was here. I wanted to be, you know, with Paul and Barnabas. No, no, no. I believe this is your time, and I believe he saved the best till last. He does crazy stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I believe that you are the cream of the crop, young people and old people 
and middle-aged people and each and every one of you folks in this room. Can you shout amen? amen. Say, I am a chosen vessel in the name of Jesus. I'm anointed by the Holy Ghost and power. I will and always will go about doing good and healing all that are oppressed of the devil. God is with me. He's within me. He's for me. So if He be for me, it makes no difference what's against me. I can and will do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The strength of God, the Holy Ghost, has strengthened me and will continually strengthen me more and more each step of the way. For I am strong in the power of His might. No weapon formed against me will prosper. Every tongue that's risen against me in judgment, criticism, any negative thing, those words are dead to the ground, have no power, have no right, have no authority over me. For I am a vessel of honor that will bring honor to my Father and the glory of God will manifest in the earth in me and through me each step of the way. I will not be fearful. I will not hold back. I will be bold as a lion. For the lion will roar through my life everywhere I go. Hallelujah! You found 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, I take it, huh? Did I give you enough time? Look at verse 13, if you would. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brother and beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you've been taught, whether by word or by epistle. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. You're going to hear words even this week. Don't limit it to just this week. But you will hear words if you will allow Him to speak to you. And those words will birth not only faith, but an increase purpose and vision so that you start understanding the destinations which are ahead of you. Understand, you were anointed, each and every one of you in Christ. You were anointed for this day and this hour. So don't think that you're too early, don't think you're too young, and don't, certainly don't think you're too old. 
understand that this is the day and the hour. This is the now time that God has set. For now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Understand, with that faith you can please God. That you are men and women of faith. Not to walk in the natural, but to walk in the realm of faith. To walk in the realm of glory. To walk in the realm of the Spirit. For when you walk in the Spirit, you will no longer satisfy the, the dictates or the, the, the lust of your flesh. Understand, it's maintaining the life in the Spirit. And as you heard from Pastor Bill, it's don't, don't ever, ever, ever step out of love. Because why? Love and the Spirit are in total agreement. And when you walk in love, you can maintain your walk in the Spirit. When you step out of love, you've just lost the realm of walking in the Spirit. You're now in the flesh and you're going to trip up. This is not a time to trip up. So the monitor within you, okay, understand that witness that you have within you, that witness is to control you so that you can walk in peace in the midst of confusion, in the midst of strife, in the midst of bitterness, in the midst of rage and anger and clamor and every evil thing that the enemy tries to do that surrounds you. Because why? You will go through it, but you don't have to smell like it. You hear me? I said, you don't have to smell like this world. You can bring the fragrance of heaven into the manifestations of the presence in which you walk in. For you are called, each and every one of you, to walk in the realm of the glory of God on a continual basis. And understand that. You might have missed it in the past, but those days are over. Say those days are over. See, the days of stumbling and falling and and going backward instead of forward are over. And you might as well settle it today. For God has pulled you into a place aside, even this week. And in that place aside, He's going to impart into you the enduring ability to be able to endure the race that is set before each and every one of you. Now, you will have a choice in the matter. You can choose not to. But if you choose to do, He will empower you with the grace it will take to get the job job done in each one of your lives. Could you shout amen? amen? I want you to look at verse 14, if you would, please. Whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. This word, obtaining, to obtain, it's a kind of a unique word. It means to get, it means to gain, procure, in a general sense, to gain possession of a thing, whether temporary or permanent, to acquire. This word implies, or usually implies, exertion to get possession. And in this, it differs from receiving, which may or may not imply exertion. We obtain by seeking. Say, I obtain by seeking. We often receive without seeking. Do you hear me? We often receive without seeking. But you are not going to obtain a life to walk in the glory if you don't start seeking. Does that make sense to you? 
I, I'm not here to preach a works doctrine to you, but I'm going to tell you, seek ye first the kingdom of God and His way of doing things, and all those things will be added to you. I'm here to tell you, without faith, it's impossible to please Him, for he who comes to God must believe that He is. And He is a rewarder of those that what? Diligently seek Him. What's He going re- to reward you with? His presence. His power. His goodness. His mercy. So it, just a simple definition of, of the glory of God is basically His presence, His power, His goodness. Or the way that God manifests Himself in you and through you. And I want you to catch this. God wants to manifest Himself in this season, in our lives, in the body of Christ, more than we've ever seen before. This is a new day, a new hour. It's harvest time. Say it's harvest time. And it's not up to just the evangelist. It's up to each and every one of us to do our part. All right. I don't know if you, some of you were here last night, but I thought, you know what, Lord, I, I know that we've missed it in the past, but thank God that we can play catch up to encourage men and women into the business world, into the media world, in, in, into, into the political world. In other words, we need the anointing in every mountaintop that we understand. The places of influence. We need to help raise up men and women just like you that will become vessels that will bring the power and presence, the goodness, the mercy of, of Almighty God into the situations in which God leads them through. In other words, your footsteps are ordered. And if you keep comparing yourself and trying to be somebody else, you are going to miss the mark. And it's not going to be well done, my good and faithful one. Because why? You're unique and you were created for greatness. But that greatness that is upon you might look different than it looks upon anybody else. Can you shout amen? So it's up to you and me to keep our eyes on Him. He directs our pathway, and He might take you in some strange places. He might prepare you in ways that you've never seen anybody else prepared. He might take you and move you to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and tell you from now on, your home is CWI in Lancaster. Isn't that right, Alan? I looked at his face last night. And I thought, he's the happiest kid I know. See, he's just a kid. You are too. Could you say amen? Alan, I, I don't know. They probably already said welcome and greeted you. But on their behalf, I'm going to say, I'm excited that you're here with these guys. I mean it. I am excited that you're here with CWI, with Pastor Sid. In this great body, as well as with Armada and your part in Armada, I am just delighted. I've known Alan since he was just a puppy, and he was a bowling machine. Some of you don't know that, huh? Amen. He was headed for greatness in the bowling world, and God had a way of throwing him a curveball down the alley and got him into the ministry. Can you say amen? So if you haven't got to know uh, this mighty man of God yet, those of you, especially in Lancaster, I want to encourage you to get to know Alan Erickson. He's a part of this great team we call Armada, and I'm just blessed to serve with him. Amen? So, as we look at this, it says, the obtaining of the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the Young's translation, it says this, to which he did call you through our good news to the acquiring of the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's acquiring it. 
In other words, there's, I've got to exert myself to obtain, to receive, to grab hold of, so that I can walk in a new level of the glory of God personally. And you do too. In other words, yesterday is over. The glory of yesterday has got to, has got to step up so that you can understand that you're called to go from glory to glory. In other words, what used to be was okay, but it's over. In other words, new day is ahead. Today is the day of salvation for your life. Today is the day of healing for you. Today is the day of deliverance for you. Today is the day of victory for you. Today is the greatest day of the rest of your, of your entire life up to this point. This is a day that fresh revelation is going to be deposited within you. This is a day when the vision that you were carrying was not enough to take you into your purpose and destiny for the future that lies ahead of you. So God's going to put the lights on, the glory glory of God's going to shine, and all of a sudden you're going to start seeing clearly, you're going to start hearing more properly, and the details in which you have been ordered to walk out are going to become clear to your perspective. Can you shout amen? See, I want to encourage you today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that good things are ahead of the body of Christ. The world might look like it's in a mess. You understand me. But thank God you are not of this world. Thank God you are messengers, ambassadors from another planet. Hallelujah. This is not your planet. Heaven is your planet. And you are called to bring heaven into the earth realm. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Ah, let, me, let me read the expanded version to you. Some of you said, I didn't know there was an expanded version. Well, I'm here to tell you there's an expanded version. It's similar to the amplified version. But it says this, God used the good news, the gospel, that we preach to call you to be saved. Can you say amen? So that you can share in, obtain, possess the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this word share in your Greek, I understand I'm not the great teacher that the previous speaker is, and I don't look up every word, but this one I had, it just hit me. I, I got to know what this is all about. So this word means, it, it means share in or possess. This is in the Greek word, and it, I'm not going to pronounce it to you because I don't want to embarrass myself. Which means an encompassing, a surrounding, or an encircling. See, I want you to understand, the glory of God is encompassing around your life. I want you to understand, it's surrounding your life. I want you to see this. I want you to see the glory of God upon you, my brother and sister, is, is encircling you, is surrounding you, and it's encompassing you. Believers are brought within the perimeter of the glory of God through Jesus Christ. We understand that. There is nothing in the context, it says here, to imply it's a future event. It's now. It's right now. But rather a present enjoyment and participation in the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. The complete Jewish Bible, all right, for those of you that are, <clears throat> that are of that persuasion, I want to read it to you. So you could have the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, for those of you that are more up to date 
And I want to read it to you out of the Passion Translation. All right, that'll be okay. You won't throw stones at me, right? All right. It says here, in, in verse 13, it says, We always have to thank God for you, brothers and sisters, for you are dearly beloved by the Lord. He proved it by choosing you from the beginning for salvation through the Spirit, who set you apart for holiness. Say, I am set apart for holiness. And through your belief in the truth, to this end, He handpicked you. Wow. You were handpicked by the Lord. Isn't that awesome? I want you to see that, guys. He, did, uh, he didn't make a mistake. Alex, he didn't make a mistake. He was like, there he is. Snatched him right out of the fire. Amen. Hallelujah. For such a time as this, young man. Give me a minute. I'm learning things as I go, and I, it takes me a while to catch up sometimes. <laughs> Whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Alex, you've obtained quite a bit. <laughs> you've been up the hill, down the hill. <laughs> you've even been around the hill. <laughs> you've hit a bump here and a bump there, and, and you've kicked some bumps totally out of the way. The anointing is about to increase upon your life. I said the anointing is about to increase upon your life, and new things are going to become tangible and real, as you walk in footsteps that you've never been in before, as new doors open to you, as you see and hear and know and even understand what you're to do, what you're to say, and where you're to go. There's been angels that have given, been given charge over you to protect you up to this day and this hour, but there will be an increase of angelic assistance that I am releasing even right now for your life, for your ministry, for your household. So that as you go through the doors into nations that you haven't been into yet, as you go into places that it looks like a battle zone, it looks like a war zone, where you'll hear of many of the stories that you even know. Know and understand that there's an angelic host that will surround you, that will protect you, that will keep you safe within my hand. But know that I've given you Psalm 91 and it's up to you to keep your covenant with me for with long life I want to satisfy you and show you my salvation. Understand that I've given you my angels charge over you to protect you and keep you in all your ways and know that the weapons that have been formed in the past can't stand. Know and understand that I'll keep you from harm's way and I'll keep you from the evil plans. But as you stay and you live and you abide underneath my shadow, the things of the world will be even become dimmer to you and you will start to see manifestations of light and victory even over the lives of people. 
when you look at somebody, and especially those that are called into places of authority, and those that I'll call out into positions of leadership in my body, I will show you by the light of my glory who they are. And when you call them forth, and you lay your hands upon them, my glory will go and will enter their lives, and their lives will never, 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 never be the same, for there will be impartations of my Spirit that will bring increase so that they can become the world changers that I've called them to be. Know and understand there's apostles out there that don't have a clue, and I'm going to use you by your anointing and by the call that I've placed upon you to call them into positions of grace, to call them into positions of authority and to call them up so that they will stand up and take that what I have for them so that they can be equipped for this day and this hour to help prepare my people for what lies ahead of the generation in which you're called to minister to. So understand this son, there's much more to be said but at this time you've had enough. Anyhow, To this end, He handpicked you for salvation through the gospel so that you would have, say have, the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to see that you have it. You have what it takes to walk in the realm of of God's glory right now. It's got to become from what I'll call mental ascension into revelation to each one of us in order to experience the manifestations of His presence to the higher degrees than we ever have before. This is not a time just to walk in mere what I'll call knowledge. This is a time to walk in the rain, into, into the revelations of the Word of God where it becomes more real than your hands, than your feet, than that what you see with your eyes. See, it's that Word that comes by the birthing of the Holy Spirit who bursts within you the realities of truth and where Jesus said, you're going to know this truth and it's going to set you free. This is the time for you to walk in a freedom in a realm, church, that maybe you've never experienced even in the littlest form. But see, this is a day for you to float, for you to soar, for you to go higher, for you to see more, and for you to understand so that you can do what needs to be done in a quick sense. Can you shout amen? So I want to encourage you today, because I'm almost out of time and Pastor or Apostle Dale is going to be really blessed. Amazing. It's amazing what praising can do. I need to finish my thought and then I'll quit. All right? Amen. Who is this goofball? Jay, did you bring people with you? Did you tell them what they were going to experience? <laughs> you did warn them, didn't you? <laughs> you are a good pastor, brother. <laughs> amen, amen. So I want you to see this is now is the time, if I can, I'll stop here, for Armada. I know it's the time for the body of Christ. Don't misunderstand. But I'm not, right now it's Armada, okay? Now is the time 
you have been prepared for this time. The things that you've gone through, the things that you've experienced, the revelations that you have received from the Lord, the impartations that have taken place in your life, in your ministries, in, in, in your businesses, in the capacity of your intake to receive what God has, this is your time to release the glory of God. And I want you to see that you are a releaser. You already have it. You are containers of the glory of God. Say, I am a container of the glory of God. I will obtain so I can release more glory in this season of my life. I'm blessed, highly favored. I'm anointed for this day, for this hour. Give Him praise. Hallelujah.